Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hear that? It's the call of the Crave. And when the Crave calls, you know what to do. Try the $5 Bacon Bundle, because the only thing better than a White Castle slider is a White Castle slider topped with crispy hickory-smoked bacon. So pick any two of either the Bacon Cheese Slider, 1921 Bacon Cheese Slider, or Chicken Bacon Ranch Slider, and also get a small fry for just $5 with the $5 Bacon Bundle. White Castle. Follow your Crave. Jingle jangle, it's the holiday season, and you're listening to Ask Eliza Anything, the podcast where we help you sort it out. And right now, it's just before the holidays, and you're heading into work, you're like, oh, fuck yeah, I'm going to blow it up, because, oh, that sounds, that's what I meant to, I was thinking of the bathroom, <laughs> and I meant, like, kill it, and then I was like, that's, with today's uh, societal issues, uh, modern implications, uh, female comics suggest gun violence is the way. Um, you're like, whatever, I only got a couple days left. So I'm just going to sink a giant turd at work and no one will remember when we come back in January. Honestly, in Los Angeles, like, I don't know how anything gets made because you try to do anything past October. It's like, well, people are leaving for the holidays. No one's ever had a computer or a phone. Luckily, I never stop working. The hustle never stops. I literally wrote that to my real estate agent. He was like, do you want to get updates on your property over the weekend? I was like, hustle never stops. Can't believe I wrote that. So you guys... We're here to answer your holiday questions. The holidays are a stressful time. The holidays induce anxiety. But the key thing to remember is one day the family you complain about will be dead and you won't have to think about it. So enjoy them while you have them because some people have no families. Merry Christmas. Oh, wow. Oh, and Emily's here. Maybe we start out with a warning that, very sorry, Hot Scotty is not here. Hot Scotty. People have been asking for him. You've been away. Women have been asking for him. <laughs> and men. You've been away recording. You've been away. Let me just fill you guys in. I spent eight weeks on the East Coast shooting the Eliza Schlesinger sketch show. Um, then I landed and immediately started production on my movie. When I say my movie, that sounds like we're shooting it on my phone. It's a real movie with a real mm-hmm. budget and a real distribution deal. Um, and that's been the last month of my life. And so I've been having to do podcasts on the road. And I'm finally in the same place as my baby arm. Uh, we wrap, and by the time you hear this, I will be in Montreal shooting another movie. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Well, but we're we're taping this not with Scott just because we are literally cramming it in right before the holidays. We're cramming in in your office. Remember how much Blanche used to cram on her due in it Japan? Was a problem. There's a problem, but in Japan, there's a thing called the cramming school, which we thought was really cute until we realized like the dog was dead. Uh, the cramming school. It's like a school they go to, to like cram in extra information. 
because the that Japanese are bad. always one step ahead. Let's get it popping. All right, we'll start with I think the most common question. Ariel.joe.ben, how do you enjoy the holidays when it's so stressful? I'm Jewish, so it's not the same for me. I mean, but you have even, this is going to come out post-Thanksgiving, but like people come over, they expect certain things of you. You know, I got to be honest. You're not stressed out? I have a really stressful, stress-filled, but I really love my job. Mm -hmm. So like getting to chill at home and just worry about like portion control is so much easier than like, oh my God, I've got jet lag and a midnight flight and a script to learn and an audition and do I even matter? So you're with your family. Like at the end of the day, like we were doing a seating arrangement last night and it's like if anybody complains, like fuck off. (laughs) Just sit down, eat some food someone else paid for. And if it's you're the kind of family, get drunk. Yeah. People get anxiety, I think, because they don't want to deal with like questions about their lives. Just realize your family's never going to change and just go with the flow. I mean, my grandma constantly asks me like, have you gotten that job at CNN yet? And I'm like, I don't. What? I haven't applied there. Yeah, right. <laughs> Your pie-eyed face looking at me, lying right to me on the holidays. I don't feel that same. I mean, I guess you're pretty established. You don't have a lot of questions that can come at you. Like you're married, you. Yeah, I mean. You have a job. It, it, a I don't cool know. job. People, it's like the holidays come and they turn on their families. And like we forget, like it's not about the presents. I don't want a present from anyone. Yeah. Anything I want, I buy myself. You probably can't afford what I want. <laughs> so... Not you. I'm just saying, like, I don't... <laughs> I mean, I probably can't. Mm, I meant you as, like, the collective you. You got me a great gift. You got me that queen shirt. Oh. Yeah, okay. like, three years ago, and I'm still riding that high. Ride that queen shirt. The one time you mentioned something you liked, and never again have you ever, like, mentioned anything. No. <laughs> uh, it sucks that Blanche isn't here, but I don't know. I'm just, like, this was my first weekend off in a lot, and I just... I'm just we'll going to sit. relaxing. No makeup, no product in my hair. Fucking eating appetizers. Well, and then I guess because... Listening to my brother talk about weed. Hanukkah is like spread out. It's not like one night of like, oh, we got to get it all in tonight. I'm not... I don't have kids, so I'm not... You're not setting up gifts. It's more of a kid holiday. All right. Fair enough. Don't be stressed, guys. Don't be stressed. like you. And they'll be dead one day. And then you'll be like, oh, I wish I could stress about my Uncle Murray. I just wish. (sighs) Think about that. Remember your own mortality. (laughs) CV lock. Do you prefer physical gifts or a gift of an experience like Cirque du Soleil or cooking class? Now I ask this because you just said you don't like gifts, but if you're forced to receive a gift. No, it's not that I don't. Are you CV lock? It's not that I don't like gifts. I'm going to get you tickets to Cirque du Soleil. No, you know what it is? It's not that I don't like gifts. I love gifts. I love when my fans give me gifts. I love presents. I love gift baskets. I expect them like from my agent when I get something. I gave me cupcakes. Um, I don't want people to think that I expect it. That's all. Right, I just, right, right. I don't ever want anybody. You don't want that obligation back and forth, like we have to get each other right. something. I love giving gifts. I mm-hmm. just truly don't expect it back. That's not the fun of it for me. So Where do that's you fall all. on physical versus experience? I don't know. I never thought about that because to me it's all just a gift. Mm-hmm. The, the tough thing about experiences, it's like a gift card and you're like, am I ever gonna, then I've gotta, when I think is it's, it? it's gotta be a thing where like the person getting it organizes and they're like, hey, I already know you're free this day. We're all gonna go together. Like, you Oof, know, where I'll it's- like, don't assume I'm go free. Go to escape room, whatever. Rather than here's some, uh, yeah, Groupon, do with it what you will. But that's the other thing. Like when there's a set date like Cirque du Soleil, it's May 5th. Like then there's a beginning, a middle, and an end. Like we've got tickets for an event mm-hmm. versus like here's, uh, you can have a chef come over whenever. Yeah, that's a little tougher. Uh, that being said, I am bogged down with material things. Like if, yeah. some, if I get one more candle, I'm going to blow my brains out. 
That being said. I have three candles in my home, all of which are yours. Are those the Voluspa ones, those giant white ones? One is a big white one with three wicks. Okay. Anyways, we're moving on. This is <laughs> podcast. Us. Uh, one chat. is purple, but it doesn't candle smell purple. <laughs> uh, okay. Related. So that's, that's it. It's, it's case by case. Like maybe it depends on the person. Well, so is it dope? Is it a dope experience? Sarah Hersey. Hi, Liza. What do you tend to get for people that are hard to buy for? My friends and I do a gift exchange every year. We used to do funny joke gifts, like paintings done by dudes dipping their balls in paint. Nobody wants But now that, that most so of the gross. group is in their 30s and this tradition is about 10 years strong, we can get each other's nice gifts. The problem with serious gifts is it's hard to buy for some people. What's a good go-to gift even the pickiest person will like? You know, you know what? I'm not even saying this because they are our sponsor, but in terms of variety, uh, Fit Fab Fun box, yeah, has Fab a Fit lot. Fun. Oops, Fab it's Fit fine. Fun. It's not an ad. We're just talking about a it. Fab. It should be the other way. <laughs> it should uh, a Fab Fit Fun box because it's a subscription if you want, or you yeah. can just get them the one, and it's got all different stuff. So you're like, if you don't like five of the things, you're probably like the sixth. Well, and and. There was a real trend of those gift boxes for a while that were very specific. Loot, loot box, which was like nerdy stuff. I think something like FabFitFun, it's like a little more classy. Like you can do something with a with It's a like full-size stuff. Right. Whereas, and you can re-gift a bunch of that stuff. So yeah. you give her a gift of like a box of six things. Now mm-hmm. she has five gifts to give. Right, right. It's a little more evergreen than like a box of Funko Pops. Also, like don't give people garbage. Like- uh, at my birthday last year, oh, Jody no. went to like CVS and got a bunch of like funny stuff. And I was like, this is just a bunch of plastic. It was like an egg timer that was shaped like a turkey or whatever. And I just don't give people gag gifts because A, it's ruining the planet. Like it's just more garbage. And B, then the person has to be like, cool, hilarious. We're too old for that. Uh, bottle of wine is always good. Um, or really think on like who might, you know, what gives great gifts are my manager. Like an embroidered oh. bag or like a cool Nike product. It depends on the person, but also like this shouldn't be scary and people need to practice the art of eating shit and grinning. Be like, thank you so much for this gold peace sign crown. How do you feel about, because I reached a point where I'm just like, please just give me like a little bit of money. Like my parents, I'm like, I don't need things. I've reached, I've reached a point where I'm like, please just <laughs> give, give me a little, little bit, bit of money. money. Or like so now I love getting PJ's socks. My mom will get me like a nice lip balm because it's stuff that you need, but you'll buy for yourself. Now. Right. But I like those things. But I I also previously have like made an Amazon list of various things at various price points. Like if you want to give me a physical thing, here's like a $5 DVD. Who are and you like giving a, this to? I don't have anyone to give a gift list to. But my parents are like, what do you want? And they also ask me like, what food do you want when you come home? And I'm like, I don't know. This is too much pressure. <sighs> That's awesome. I'm yeah. like baby carrots and tuna. I'm trying to lose weight. <laughs> uh, a nice pair of slippers will never be anything to sneeze at. And I got one year, Smokey and I got like a lot of robes. A cozy nice. robe. Yeah, it's great. So go, yeah. gear, like, ask yourself, what would I give my grandma and then give that to your friend? Yeah. Catheter. It's useful. <laughs> I just heard about cashmere socks that are apparently really nice. You can't have those. I'm They'll not, be filthy. I'm not, I'm not, I'm, sa- I'm just saying, like, you, you can't know, sweat in them. Com- comfortable. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Consider their lifestyle. Are they a slob? Do they travel? Get them something. <laughs> are they a slob? Is it a slob? You don't want to get a slob something. Something nice. All right. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. 
it happened to me. I didn't think it would, but it happened to me. I had a nasty bout of postpartum depression. Now, there's nothing to be ashamed about in talking about what you're dealing with, and there's nothing to be ashamed about in talking about it with someone. I definitely saw a therapist these last couple weeks because, you know, I spend my time giving advice to others, but I could use a little advice myself. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. I'll tell you what, when you're already stressed or anxious, the last thing you want to do is battle traffic and sit in a waiting room and get your parking validated. I'm sorry, is that just an LA thing? You don't need to add all that. You can just sit in the comfort of your own home or a chair you like outside and you can talk to someone from BetterHelp. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and you can switch therapists at any time. No additional charge and it doesn't hurt their feelings. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash Eliza today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Eliza. I'm busy and this time of year gets even busier. I've had my baby. I'm back to work. I'm at meetings. I'm on tour. I'm running around and I don't always have time to sit down for a meal with my family. Sometimes I get home from set so late and I just need to eat something nutritious and go to bed. And that's why I like Factors fresh, never frozen meals because they're dietitian approved and they're ready to eat in just two minutes. So no matter how busy I am, and I'm busy, I always have time to get a nutritious, great tasting meal. Factor has over 35 different meals and more than 60 add-ons to choose from every week. So I never get bored. I'm trying to do less meat in general and they have wonderful vegan and veggie options. I just made a vegan mushroom marsala and I made an onion risotto. Just because you're eating vegetarian doesn't mean you can't eat deliciously. It had roasted garlic green beans. It was scrumptious. Head to factormeals.com slash Eliza50 and use code Eliza50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month. That's code Eliza50 at factormeals.com slash Eliza50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. Well, it's finally happening. The weather is finally getting warmer. So it's time to say goodbye to the jackets and cozy sweaters we've been hibernating in all winter. And it's time to say hello, bonjour, to shorts and t-shirts. And if you've been wanting to update your wardrobe for the long haul without spending a fortune, Quince is for you. I talk about Quince a lot because I really believe in a sustainable capsule wardrobe. And there's no reason you can't have a sustainable, timeless wardrobe for every season. And Quince has got you covered with premium linen dresses, blouses and shorts from $30, washable, silk tops, hello. And the best part is all Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Dressing well shouldn't break the bank. And Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes. Look well. Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash Eliza for free shipping on your order and 365-day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash Eliza to get free shipping and 365-day returns. Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash Eliza. CX Ruthers. Hey, Liza. I'm a nurse and have been put down to work over Christmas. I wouldn't really mind, but none of my family live in the same city as me, meaning that between shifts, I still won't get to see anyone. Do you have any tips on what to do between shifts to still feel festive as I want to still enjoy the time, but I'm very aware that I'll be by myself? Thanks. What is a between shift thing? Thanks. Is it like an hour? I'm going to assume both between... Let's let's say like for an hour and also like maybe eight hours, like she's off and then goes right back on. Okay. I'm probably the, asleep. I have the best idea. Okay. Pack yourself a little Christmas kit. Load up. Um, what's the Christmas movie everybody loves with Kira Knightley? She's really thin. Love Actually. Yeah. Load up Love Actually, which I watched it again last year. I don't know if it holds up, but whatever. It 
I think I got that from you. Okay, wait. <laughs> Load up Love Actually. Get a little thermos. Pack yourself. You can't drink because you're shifting. Uh, like Cocoa. some mold cider or cocoa. Don't make a face at a mold cider. It's tasty. A hot apple juice is not something I'm looking for. If you, it's so good. It's cider. It's different. If you have eight hours off, you could still have a drink. Your mm-hmm. body will metabolize it. You're a nurse. You know that. Pack yourself like a little turkey sandwich, some Christmas cake, and then FaceTime your relatives. What's a Christmas cake? I don't know. I think okay. it's like a Japanese I'm sorry. thing. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Christmasu cakey. That's how you say it. Okay. Um, and then make a list of all the people this year that you want to say I love you to, make amends with, just say hi, and FaceTime them. And just let them know I'm going to be FaceTiming you or just send out some emails or texts. Be like, look, I've got this time off. I just mm-hmm. want to send you an email to say that trip we took where you lost an arm, we really bonded. Like use it as a chance to wrap yourself, like to gift the gift of saying that you care about someone. That's what I would do. Yeah, you can also, I feel like I learned about this from Kristen Bell. Pack that Christmas snack. Doing like a Marco Polo, which I think there's an app for now, but you can do it old school. Even if nobody's answering the FaceTime, you can take a video of yourself. Like, hey, guy, hey, yeah. Bill, I'm so excited. Like, send it. You know, they'll or send a video back. You can look at it at your convenience. You can give your gift a little late and you can spend those hours like handwriting notes. Yeah. Draw, like, I like to give like homemade gifts. Like, maybe you do a jar of something and you make cute little labels. Use it for like Christmas craft time and put on some Christmas movies and have yourself a merry little Christmas knowing that you're making triple overtime uh, or spend it with your patients. Like, I don't know if they're all in comas or if they're all like infants, but like maybe make cookies and bring them to the Christmas ward and you be like a Christmas elf. Yeah. And like spend it with them. That'll be your family. Oh my God, I almost wish I could do what you're doing. Yeah, and uh, thank you for being there. Yeah, thanks for, for being a nurse. For cut their hands open on their holiday outings. Yeah, spread the most joy. Try to get a news crew to come out to give you some coverage. Get a reality show. Fuck your life over. Move to LA. Get into drugs. Take the path that everyone takes. Okay. Bye, Kelly L. Davis. Bye, Kelly L. Davis. Hi, Eliza. Baby Armand Scott. Love the podcast. I'm 34 and in my first ever serious relationship. Hashtag late bloomer with my boyfriend of eight months. His family is less than an hour away from where we live, but mine is in another state. His parents are together, mine are divorced. My brother and I always spend Christmas Eve and morning with my mom, then go to my dad's for a big family dinner. My mom's family isn't close, doesn't do holidays. My boyfriend wants us to spend time with both of our families at Christmas, and I'd like to bring him to dinner at my dad's. But then his parents will want us to spend Christmas Eve with them, which would mean abandoning my mom, which I really don't want to do. Eliza, I'm particularly curious how you would handle this situation since your parents are also divorced. We're going to rub it in. Um, well, it's different for me because my because I'm Jewish. So I've never thought about Christmas. And people are always like, oh my God, you're alone on Christmas? I'm like, doesn't mean anything to me. Like, right. it's totally fine. Um, I can tell you that my husband's parents are divorced and it is always a thing. Mm-hmm. It, who's gets which day? even though they're half Jewish too. Um, like who gets the Eve, who gets the thing? I, I'm, it's like two different issues because not only is it between your mom and your dad, but it's also you're factoring in your new boyfriend. Do you think eight months in, he, she can just bail and do her family thing? I think you can, yeah. honestly, because, or he just, or you make a plan like he sees his parents the night before. Mm-hmm. It's only an hour. You guys are in a different state. So you kind of have to go to that other state. You, could do the dinner that they want to do, but not stay, you know, like have dinner well, with I your boyfriend's either, family and bail out. Is it, is it, she saying she wants to go to the boyfriend's house and then go to the other state? It seems like if she goes to the boyfriend's house, 
they'll want them to stay for Christmas Eve. Like, so if they go for dinner. So you be flying or driving to your parents in the other state? Yeah, it seems like they're they're only less than an hour away. Mine is in another state. Yeah, I mean, it seems... But the boyfriend wants them to split it, like wants us to do both. So maybe it's like one of those like Kansas, Missouri, like maybe they're close. Yeah. I'd like or to bring him to England. dinner, but then his parents will want us to spend Christmas Eve with them. Well, no, well, there's no but then. You just say, here's what we're doing. I think boundaries are a huge thing. It's, by the way, you're not 21. It's like, well, my parents are paying for my ticket or something. Yeah. This is what works. If you really want to spend these holidays with each other and experience each other's families and you're willing to make that commute, like day of or whatever... You simply say, here's what we're doing and here's how we're parsing out our time. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's it. And, you know, maybe you'll get from your mom. She'll be like, I don't really care. Just go with your dad, you know? Yeah. Talk it out. But people get really selfish about spending time with different relatives. And I think just putting your foot down and being like, we want to accommodate everyone. We want everyone to meet the other one's families. Mm-hmm. Here's what we're doing. And if people can't handle it, whatever. It's also not the worst thing to spend it apart. Yeah. I mean, I don't think, I think that's fine. Yeah. So that's either put your hoof down or go see your family by yourself. But also it's like if you you want your boyfriend to meet your family, great, maybe. He, he He's involved in this too. Like you guys figure it out. There's also as- a version where you go a day early to his family's house and then just leave and then go spend the rest of it with your family. Right. What I don't know is how far those states are apart from one another. I understand that Christmas Eve is like the most sacred of sacreds, but like the point really is to spend time together. And to meet his family and for them to meet you. So if you go a day early, you still get to do all the Christmas stuff. Your local mall isn't going to be any less decorated. Right. It, so. it's, it's not like unless you guys aren't seven, it's not that exciting to be there for Christmas Day. There's like, also Thanksgiving. days are fine. There's also Thanksgiving. The Christians always overlook Thanksgiving like, because we have Christmas. But like my family, that's when we all see each other. Right. So put your foot down and what means the most to you? And don't do the girl thing where you shun your family for his. Because eight months in, you don't know. Yeah. Sarah S. Meese. I mean, a lifetime in, you don't know. So whatever. Good luck. <laughs> Good luck. Good luck. Sarah S. Meese. Hi, Eliza. What is your favorite holiday tradition? Do you and Smokey Husky make up new traditions? My dad loved making up new traditions, so I do too with my fiance and his kids. I love that. Yeah. Um, and good for you for being a stepmom. God, traditions. Uh, we do... What was a white elephant, but we started calling it secret turkey. So that's, you do it now. That's our only real thing is Thanksgiving with my mm-hmm. mom and my cousins and my aunt and uncle. And that's, you know, that's our only thing. So we've done secret turkey. We do a cousin's picture every year. And it's kind of cool. We've been doing it since like, like the late 90s or like the early 2000s. And so for years, it was just me, Ben, Brett, and Harley. Ben's my brother, cousin Brett, cousin Harley. And then like one year Harley was in Australia. So we did it holding a picture of her. And then one year Ben didn't come. So we FaceTimed and held a picture of him. Mm-hmm. And then uh, I got my fiance. So, so Smokey Husky was in it. And now Harley's engaged. So her uh, fiance is going to be in it. And Ben has a, like a longtime girlfriend. So it's cool to see how the cousins, because it was originally just the four of us. Mm-hmm how the picture changes every year based on our different circumstances. So it's cool to see us get older, different cool necklace combinations I did, which I think is the main focus. So this year, the cousin's picture will be, and like last year, Smokey Husky was on work. So we had to hold up a picture of him. I think somebody Photoshopped him from a picture of him from our wedding in. So we're all in jeans and he's in a tuxedo. Uh So this year it will be Ben, uh, his girlfriend, TT, uh, 
Brett, his longtime girlfriend, Irene, my cousin Harley and her fiance, and me and Smokey. So it's like, there's one, two, how eight. many? There's eight of us. Uh, no Blanche. So sad. But I did request Irene bring her dog, whose oh. face I want to eat. So we shall see. Is Ben bringing his dog? No. But I did, I did want Offer. him to. They okay. boarded it. Okay. It's a thick pit mix. It's cute. With cute little eyebrows. Okay. Damon Giardo. Background for me. I work about 60 hours a week in a management position while working on an MBA online at the same time. I've managed to fit in a date here and there, but haven't put it on a priority as I don't feel I'd put the appropriate time and attention into any relationship. What is the appropriate snarky response for your family asking when you're planning on getting married or at least seeing someone? I'm planning on going with, I have a mail order bride. She should be here in three to six months, but I feel like there are better options. I mean, here's the weird thing. Like say you're zinger. Like whatever. And then anybody that presses beyond that, it's weird because most people don't want a full conversation. They just want like a juicy tidbit. What they want to hear is like, my penis fell off. I'm going through something. Oh, I don't know. You know, they're they're trying to see if you're gay. They're trying to see if you are have a woman chained up. They're trying they want to hear something. But the truth is, the excuse that you're giving now is just because you haven't like if you met the perfect woman tomorrow, you would create time. I think your MBA thing, I think men do this a lot. You never hear it from women. Men do it a lot. We're like, I just want to make sure that I'm financially secure. You'll never be fully ready because then once you get that job that your MBA gives you, you'll be like, I'm too busy. I've got, I want to be financially secure. Then when you are, you'll be like, well, I just want to make sure that I have the right time. So I would just give them the answer. Be like, yeah, going on dates. There's a couple girls I'm seeing. Not sure. Mm-hmm. Like just, they want to make sure you're not weird. That's what they're checking in on. Just be like, I just started, uh, I've just been going on dates. It's like, why should this person have to lie? Just be like, and just get the truth. Fine. I'm going on dates, really working hard at this MBA, and then just shift it. Be like, I'm really looking forward to graduating. Yeah. And it's going to be great. Yeah. Um, You know, that's it. That's the answer. And then you turn on them and be like, are you getting an MBA? We're working (laughs) 60 hours a week. When are you going to get your MBA? Uncle Janet. Next question. Whatever you're doing is fine. They're just bored. Yeah, I mean, look, you're going to have terrible conversations and then you're going to eat some food and move on. People know better. I think if anyone were to ask me if I'm having a baby, they might whisper like, you can have a baby. But I think people know better than to harass me. Yeah. So, no, you don't get any. I'd be like, I don't fucking know. Leave me alone. And then people usually are just like, okay, bye. Go be bored somewhere else. (laughs) Bother the Salvation Army guy in front of Ralph's. Well, also, it's like a lot of the time it's an older relative and they're just bored I don't have any of those. and they're excited to see you and they're like, hey, what's going on? Yeah, leave the old people is fine. I let an old guy at the comedy store yesterday tell me all the rules for comedy and who I need to respect, even though my name is on the wall there. He's like, and you know what? If you wrote a movie, you could self-publish your own book. I'm like, I will consider that. Thank you so much. And he goes, and one of these guys, Louis C.K.'s you, you scream. You don't take it. I'm like, I will scream. remember that. Thank you so much, scream. person. Text me. We'll, we'll start a situation. Yeah, I just, sometimes you just got to endure, withstand, maintain. Pretty sure that's the uh, motto for the army. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Isn't the Salvation Army bad now? Yeah. Yeah. I think they're giving to anti-gay... So don't drop a thing. Drop a turd in their bucket. You want to not give to a gay cause, I understand that, but giving to an anti-gay cause is just one, it's an egregious step. Yeah. You're allowed to do what you want, but just, I guess guess you can do what you want. Just, you know what? And what I want is to not give you money with your dingy bell, annoying me, gaslighting me with anxiety. I miss my dog so much. 
All right, next question. On stage page official. If Emily could read this in her classic frazzled melodramatic voice, that would be great. Oh, this is the Kathy thing. <laughs> no, she didn't say Kathy, but I just thought it was funny. Hi, Eliza and the gang. I don't know how to read it now. I'm just going to read it normal. I'm traveling home for the holidays and bringing my three-month-old puppy, Perry. Perry! I just want to assure you I didn't name him Drew or Josh. We talked about all the like craziest dog names way back early in the podcast. Oh, dog like, named Steve. You said Drew or Josh, and I'm like, oh, yeah, Drew Perry from, no. from 90210. I'm, I'm, Luke Perry. Uh-huh. Drew Perry. Ooh, Josh Perry, famous astrophysicist. <laughs> How do I tell my family members to screw off when it comes to my dog? He's what? being trained as a service animal for me, uh, and he picks up so many bad habits when around family. Normally, I would have a quick, funny way to tell people to knock things off, but it's not like I can tell grandma, not like I can tell grandparents that if I snap my fingers, he'll bite their dick off. An example of the bad habits you're are very, other people. You're aggressive. This is a very aggressive way to speak to your family. Other people. Your grandma she, has a dick? She doesn't want to say that to her grandparents. But she's making going but the grandparents are listening to this. An example of the bad habits are other people trying to give him commands. Super important that a service dog learns to listen only to you or relatives using their fingers as chew toys for him when we are working on no biting. How do I enjoy my small and rare Christmas mouth and his company over the holidays without completely derailing his training or upsetting my relatives? If this is real service dog training? Mm-hmm. Yeah, for PTSD. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, first of all, if you have PTSD, I'm assuming it's like a military-related thing. I mean, I don't know. You can have PTSD from anything. I have it from going to Whole Foods. Um, you, your family should respect. Like, if, if this is legit, because there are it people is. that are like, it's a service dog because she's so tiny. No, this is a service animal that's being trained, and she doesn't want these people to It's odd to me that training. it's on you to train it. Like, you, I always thought that they came trained. I think, but they, like... You're working on it. We're going uh, together. Like I so think you're your family, leader. I think maybe it's a family email or like leave the dog in a car for a second, go inside and be like, here's the discussion and get an ally, like get your mom on your side or a brother that's like, we will, you know, and just get a verbal commitment. Like we will do our best, you but know? It's, it's hard. People don't want to listen. Like I understand, but this is different. This is not yeah. like a new fun puppy. Uh, this dog is working. So I think you need to, in a very calm, polite, loving way, explain to them what's happening and I just ask for your cooperation. Yeah. I don't think anyone's family will be like, no way, we got to rub its belly. <laughs> Especially if you have like PTSD. I, I think that they'll be amenable to that. I, I think if you just drop, you know, just take it easy and explain it to them because most people don't understand that. Maybe get at one of those vests for a working dog it's to make it home. look real working. I mean, it's like, why wouldn't your family just believe you? I, I, why I, are you arguing with me? Just only because like I... People like when I would walk Blanche and people would have a dog and their dog was like big and I'd be like, I'd scoop Blanche up and yeah. I'd be like, my dog's friendly. And I'm like, okay, well, yeah, but that's different. I don't know. But, but people get very, people are like, I want to get involved. Like, I want to touch your dog. I want to do this. You can't. The and guy, you know, no, here's what, you're so, you've never been wrong, but more wrong. More wrong. People listen, but I, when I see a service dog, it's like a vest that says, get a vest that says do not that's pet. That's exactly what I said. You, you just said a vest. You just said a yellow crossing guard vest. No, it's to sort of reinforce it. But moreover, like, just say to them, please don't pet, please don't do this. Right. And, and be like, she's, I'm training. When I hear that, I'm like, totally, I get it. It feels like you're a normal person. Well, if, I bet you I bet give your chance, your family a chance. Yeah. If they know that you're, that you have PTSD, then right. they're going to try to help you. Well, I, your was, I was talking to that security guard yesterday who For has way a too long. pit bull. 
And he was saying that that the pit bull is like so great with humans, but not great with other dogs. And a friend wanted to bring their dog over. And he was like, okay, you can, but you can't set this little dog down. My dog will attack it. Like you can't, if you are insisting on bringing your dog, you can't sit down. Guy gets there, sets the dog down. So security guy's dog goes after it. And the guy's like, oh, I didn't really think anything would happen. I think that's it. I didn't think it'd be a big deal if I put my fingers in the dog's so mouth. That's what so I'm you saying. You gotta keep reiterating. You gotta say it. And then, you know. Keep that, but also the dog is your responsibility. Keep it right by your side. Mm-hmm. Have a talk before you bring the dog in and yeah. be like, this is what it is. Or board the dog for 12 hours. Yeah. You know, because everybody wants to help you. People can control themselves. Just give your family the benefit of the doubt. Yeah. Next yeah. next week, she's like, dear Eliza, my family are monsters. And they, they all got bit. Dismembered my they all got Their dicks bit off. <laughs> Family dick time. <laughs> no. When you ask someone what language they took in school, usually it's like with an eye roll. They're like, mm, French. It's like, do you speak French? No, I don't use it. I feel like a lot of us had difficulties learning a language in school. Rosetta Stone is here to change that. It's available on desktop and it can be used as an app on your phone or your tablet. Rosetta Stone are trusted experts for more than 30 years with millions of users and 25 languages offered. Rosetta Stone immerses you in many ways with an intuitive process and you can pick up any language naturally, first with words, then phrases, then sentences. Plus, with Rosetta Stone's true accent feature, you'll get feedback on how well you're pronouncing words. That's right. You might even fool some locals into thinking you're one of them. It's like having a personal trainer for your accent. I headed to Mexico City for a little vacation, and I used Rosetta Stone to brush up on my Spanish. Just a few things, few verbs that I knew I had forgotten, and I was better. Mejor. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, Ask Eliza Anything listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com slash Eliza. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com slash Eliza today. I do think there's something to be said for ordering something of quality and every once in a while getting a nice package in the mail with a product that you're going to own for a long time. Let me tell you about Bolin Branch's signature sheets because they're the perfect way to start upgrading your sleep, your room, the look of your room because they're designed to feel incredible for all sleepers. They are made with the finest 100% organic cotton. These sheets feel buttery soft yet super breathable and they're perfect for warmer summer months ahead. We have a house that we go to in the summer and I got all Bolin Branch sheets for the beds because we're having a lot of guests this year and I want them to feel like they're at a nice bed and breakfast that they didn't have to pay for. Bolin Branch sheets are free from toxins like synthetic pesticides, formaldehyde. I bet you didn't know that was in your sheets. And their signature sheets come in 14 versatile colors and they come in sizes from twin all the way up to California King. And Bolin Branch has a 30-night worry-free guarantee, which means you can wash, style, and sleep in their sheets for an entire month. And if you don't love them for any reason, you can send them right back with free returns on all U.S. orders. Sleep better with the softest, most breathable bedding from Bolin Branch. Go to bolinbranch.com slash Eliza for 15% off your first sheet set, plus free shipping. That's Bolin Branch, B-O-L-L-A-N-D, branch.com slash Eliza for 15% off. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hananic, is it insensitive of me to throw my housewarming party during the holidays or should I wait till after the new year? Ooh. Interesting. That depends on how many presents you want to get. Because then they're going to be like, it's Christmas and it's your housewarming gift. Right. They'll bring like a candle and be like, Merry uh, Christmas. You know what? I have to be honest. I don't know if it's insensitive because people love a party. Our housewarming is going to be in December and it's going to be 
it's like, and not a housewarming, but it's like, this is the first time people are seeing our house. Oh, okay. But you don't need to bring a gift, but it happens to be that. So mm-hmm. um, I don't think it's insensitive, but I would keep in mind that people have company parties and they have family parties and like Christmas specific obligations that they've mm-hmm. put like a ton of time into. So I think there's also like a very, December 14th is the Saturday before Christmas. I'm sorry, before it's this, hold on a second. Because I actually have a, an analytical answer for this because I thought about this. Yeah. December 14th is the perfect party weekend because the weekend after, everybody's already gone. Uh, so you really won't get anyone coming to your party unless your friends all have like no families. Um, and then after that, between New Year's, it's just like a dead time. So if you do your housewarming anytime before December 14th, you should be okay. Yeah. Uh, just know that people are going to want to attend their company events and major Christmas things. So maybe do it, you know, on like a Wednesday night or something. I don't know what kind of a rager you want to throw. If you want to make sure to get the most amount of people, I would do it after New Year's. Yeah. But if it's a tiny housewarming, you know, you could do it that first week in December as a little warm-up party or make it a Christmas housewarming. Yeah, I just know you're going up against a lot of competition. Yeah. It's not selfish. It's just you should just know people are going to have to choose their offices. Right. People are like ready to party, but they also already have 80 obligations. So it could go either way. Yeah. Is this an apartment warming? Is it, you could also do like, it's just cocktails Mm. at six, you know? So I under, but I understand that feeling where you really want to show off your house. Mm -hmm. Um, So yeah, think about what, what the result is you're trying to get. If it's maximizing the amount of people bringing over Trader Joe's bottles of wine, maybe hold off till after New Year's. Should I be having housewarming at my studio apartment that I've been in for four years? God no. Do you want God, to come no. over? Where there's I'll every serve time I try you to milk. Every time I try to give you something, you're like, I have no surface to put it on. So I don't that part is service. Cool. You have to hold your belongings when you come in. <laughs> Just stand in the corner. And if you put it on the ground, cat hair is gonna get on it. And then if you touch the cat, she bites. She doesn't bite people that aren't I'm me. I'm training her as a service cat. She only bites me. Cool. And I do tell people that, and they won't touch her, and it makes me mad. People touch a dog, they're told will bite them, but I'm like, this cat won't bite you, and they're like, I don't know. Yeah, your house sounds awesome. <laughs> sounds like an awesome party. <laughs> underscore, underscore, chill, chill, underscore, underscore. Are yearly family pictures really that important? We argue about doing it every year. I you think You like so. yours. We only do the one. I th- It takes two seconds. It's a nice record because those family pictures become the pictures that you hang in your house for your children. It's hard to look back. Like there are pictures when I was like 14 or whatever. Totally. And I was like wearing a t-shirt and like mad and everyone else is wearing a nice sweater and I'm like, I'm yeah. a picture. Let them know. It's, <laughs> it's embarrassing. You know what? Do it for your parents. Yeah. Do it for your parents and do it because it'll be cool to look back and be like, oh, remember when I had that haircut? Remember when one of our parents was alive? Like whatever. I'm saying, and so rarely do we even print photos anymore. Just do it. We're all so selfish. Just take the picture. Take Take it for your Nana. Jackie Jean, what are the food must-haves and what are the typical ones you do without? So you're getting into some mold cider. For Christmas? For just the holidays. Like, what what are you chowing down on? I don't think of it that way. Again, as a Jew, I don't. don't. It's not the same. You're not eating, like, fun little winter snacks? Okay, winter snacks. I love mold wine. Yeah. And it's and I ask for it year round, and it's really hard to find. Even when it's cold, bars are like, I guess we could put honey in your wine. Oh. I love mulled wine. I don't mind eggnog. You really can only drink like a shot worth because it's oh, disgusting. I love eggnog. It's tasty, but yeah. it's disgusting. Yeah, you gotta have like half a glass, like it's a whiskey, like a little taste. I've never had it with liquor. I just like the eggnog. I don't either. 
Uh, as of late, I've been, when I was in Vermont, I had like four hot toddies a night. Tasty times. Definitely call for tasty measures. I have this joke about Thanksgiving and what you realize is that Thanksgiving dinner and Christmas dinner, kind of the same dinner. One involves the birth of a savior, one the death of a civilization. You know what goes great with both? Cranberry sauce. Um, turkey, I don't think anyone's pumped about unless it's like made with butter and deep fried whatever. Yeah, um, yeah it's interesting because we eat these foods because it's the thing to do. I don't mm. think, but I don't look forward to any food ever. I don't really care. It's LA. There's- I'm so excited for stuffing. Because you don't eat, you're not in June like, I'm going to have some stuffing. Smokey's downstairs making stuffing for Thanksgiving right now. A great food. And he got like the special bread and the special things. Mm-hmm. I've never been a stuffing person. I only started eating gravy like two years ago. Gravy's I never got it. fine. Yeah, I don't know. Turkeys. I guess uh, I don't really eat mashed potatoes. I'm kind of like, it's, it's, it's not great for you. Do you like the cranberry sauce? I do. I like the tartness of it. Do you like the the can one? Or like my dad does one that's... Makes his own. Mama Stanberg, and it's very light pink, and it looks like a alien threw up. Oh, like a like a uh, like ambrosia kind of thing? upsetting, yeah. It's like a southern thing. Is there yeah. like whipped cream in it? No. It's not sweet. It's like... Are you talking about horseradish? Maybe. Okay. I... Yeah, I, I, what I like about the holidays is seeing what other people prepare. When I used to have, so every year I do a Christmas party and I used to go and get a honey-baked ham. And I'll tell you what, as a yeah. Jew, I fucking love ham. But I, I stopped eating pork um, in this last year. Like I loved bacon and I just kind of stopped getting it. I kind of started to gross myself out. That's gross. <laughs> I think you just showed me. Um, so I don't know. I, I love a thick icing on a cookie. Oh, like, like a holiday cookie. Love yeah. a holiday cookie. Yeah. Oh, the holiday cookie. I used to make this one thing. Uh, I took it from what? Someone has asked about that. But wait, I'm telling my cranberry recipe. Okay. Oh, okay. This is a fun thing if you don't really cook. I used to make this when I was in college or high school, and it was like my one thing, and then nobody ever wanted to eat it but me. Get a bag of cranberries, like oh. a bag of Ocean Spray. Ocean Spray. It's a different Scray. brand. It's off brand. Ocean Spray cranberries. Uh, douse them in, uh, wash them in an egg white. So just separate the yolks from the eggs. Mm-hmm. Toss them all in egg whites. Then you toss them in powdered sugar, put them in the refrigerator, and you get these tart little cranberries wrapped in sugar, and you just pop them in your mouth. Oh. You can also do them in regular sugar, so it looks like different, like tiny little ornaments, mm-hmm. but do it in confectioner sugar, and they're really tasty. Right. I think you put them in the freezer. Sometimes they're a little eggy. But yeah, I don't, uh, I don't have like that family thing. Yeah. You know, were there any dishes that like your your family would make for Thanksgiving, like we like off off? So Not the main stuff. The family we have it with every year. Uh, my uncle Barry is kosher, okay. so that means that there's no butter. And so while people are like, "What do you mean no butter?" I just never really had the Thanksgiving with the butter. Yeah. So, so while fine. it was tasty, it was fine, but it was never like like the way like a Christian Thanksgiving would be. <laughs> and this year we we made Uncle Barry his own little plate, so Smokey could use butter and everything. Yeah. Cornbread's pretty great. Yeah. Butternut squash soup, not celebrated year round, but I never miss a chance to have some of that. Okay. Yeah, I wish I had a better answer. And then by the time pie comes around, you're like, I guess I'll eat it for tradition. Ow. What's your preference of pie? Pumpkin, pecan. Pecan pie is pretty great, but I like key lime pie. It's yeah, a tropical it's not a Thanksgiving. Holiday. But you know what it actually is? Because the first Thanksgiving was actually in Florida, and key limes are from that region. Okay. And so really, I'm the most Thanksgiving when I'm having a key lime the pie. first Thanksgiving was in Florida? Yeah, they ate lobsters. I'm not even kidding. Not on Plymouth Rock? No. It's oh. bullshit. 
this guy was like the other day, he was like, hey, Eliza, we're doing a show the day before Thanksgiving. Would you come and, what did he say? He was, uh, he was like, and give us, a, like, be like the pilgrims and give us a beautiful Thanksgiving treat. I'm like, you want me to bring blankets of small talks and wipe out your whole audience? Yeah. It's a, it's, the joke was right there. I don't know how he even asked me that. I wish I had better answers. Do you? I mean, I there's a dish that I don't know what was in it. It was artichoke hearts and something, which okay. doesn't sound like something I'd be into, but my grandma makes it and I loved it. But then like when she moved into assisted living, she's like, I'm not making that. You she's make not, it if they you didn't want give, it. They won't let me turn the gas on. I will tell you this. One year we deep fried a turkey and it was excellent. And then I met Smokey Husky and he came to Thanksgiving. It was the cutest thing ever. And we went out to the to the garage to get the pot and there was a hole in it. How a metal pot that isn't rusted gets a hole. I don't know what weevil got in there. So it was leaking oil and we had already been like dealing with the turkey and we had like two hours left. Smokey comes in. I'd never heard this word before. Spatchcock the turkey, which means you cut it in half and you lay it out and save Thanksgiving. Cooked it in record time. Mm-hmm. And then we're all sitting at the table and we're like, oh, this is Eliza's new boyfriend. And he saved Thanksgiving. <laughs> and he takes some gravy and he reaches over the table. He goes, would you like some gravy, my love, to me? And as he was saying it, he dropped it and it spilled all <laughs> over the table. And I think it was in my cousin's like wedding speech to him. And, like, oh. and that's when we knew he was part of the family. <laughs> he nice. saved the day. My dad hates turkey. New York Fred for you. He's like, everyone gets and their why? own Cornish game hen and sea bass. I'm not into it. My dad was like, what if we do, because I make them redo Thanksgiving for Christmas because mm. I want the stuffing and mashed potatoes. He's like, what if we do a chicken? I was like, I don't yeah, care do what chicken. meat you do. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not wasting stomach space. I got stuffing and mashed potatoes to eat. Stuff it up. And I'll eat some green beans to be nice. The best part, my aunt calls it olive Eden's. It's a made up word. Uh, all the snacks before. Oh. My aunt would get these. Cheese plate. Cheese plate. My aunt would get these. Um, this is going to sound so you, but I don't care. These baked potato wedges, so like a chip, but it's the length of the potato, and they're okay. like coming like fifteen to a box, like, yeah. and they've got rosemary, and she put out creme fraiche and caviar. It's tasty, creme fraiche and caviar on anything. All the snacks, olives and peanuts and stuff like that. I'm gonna yeah. load up. I'm yeah. taking my brother today, and we're gonna load up on some Smack. fancy crackers. Yeah, fuck your life. A good cracker, a good, good cheese, good cheese. I got all the cheese knives, Ugh. some fruit. It's always refreshing. Yeah. So and load nice. up on those snacks. Right near my house, there is a farmer's market, like a year-round, like not a set-up outside thing, an indoor thing, but it looks like the outdoors. Anyway, okay. people from a variety of cultures sell things in there, and they have all the good cheeses, yes, all the good crackers. Get those crackers. Load up. Workout day of. Load up. That's what it's about. I don't really, and also my family doesn't really drink. Uh, we were thinking about liquor. We're not like a drunk or a drink family. My aunt, my my mom might have like a drink. I think yeah. it's weird to be drunk with your family. I don't want that. I do too. I think it's very odd. And I remember when my sister first started to get like drinks at dinner when we'd both be home and I'd be like, why? I don't want to all share a drink. Yeah, this I don't. A- this, I got to get drunk to get through it. It's like, or just be like, leave me alone. Yeah, I mean, maybe I take uh, Xanax, but I'm not going to drink anything. But, but really, like people underestimate the power of being like, leave me alone. Nobody's bothering. You're stuck in a space with someone and you're tired, and someone is out loud singing the baby shark song, and you want to punch them in their faces. Yeah, our families are not the same. Uh, My favorite thing this is my thing um, because we always have Thanksgiving at my Aunt Debbie and Uncle Barry's in Westchester. getting up early because I was never really allowed to participate with my aunt. We call them the chicken sisters. It's just my mom and aunt like figuring everything out. Yeah. And they make all the food. My mom will make like a spreadsheet with like color coding as you can imagine. You've met her. I've um, gotten some spreadsheets from her. Of course you have. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
the Macy's Day Parade. I loved, they have a tiny, tiny TV in their kitchen mm-hmm. and I would go in and just sit at the table and I'd watch my mom and sister be, my mom and aunt be sisters and yeah. I would just watch the Macy's Day Parade. And we went one year and it's just so New York and it's so, and I just love that. And then it goes into the Westminster Dog Show, which yeah. is a lot more fun when you have a dog and you imagine she's going to win it. But I love that. I love being barefoot in the kitchen, watching the Macy's Day Parade, watching my mom and my aunt. You don't want a pair of slippers? I like being barefoot. Okay. It's a little white trash. I love it. I love it. I love picking up my feet. Uh, yeah, I'll wear a pair of slippers. But I love that. And because it's before all the craziness and my, uh, my cousins always slept in till like yeah. one and I would just be there. Yeah. I was the center of attention. I remember loving it so much as a little kid, then getting a little older and sleeping through it, then getting a little older and being like, wait, I'm back on board. Mm-hmm. I'll tell you what, going to it is an ordeal because it is freezing. I freezing! Have no interest. Yeah. I remember turning it off to make my grandpa play like Madden with me. Mm. And I beat him so badly because he didn't know how to play. So how to use a control. And everybody was just like, please, can we put the parade back Yeah, on? nobody wants to watch you play Madden. A girl play Madden. Against her grandpa. I love watching the performances because they're all freezing their nips off and everybody's lip syncing. Nobody looks sexy because everyone's in a turtleneck. So much like the crazy stage makeup. And I get so excited because you'll like see these high schools that like won the chance to go there. And there's like from Middle State University in yeah. Michigan, it's the Star Spangled Dancers. And and it's like, here are these like 13-year-old girls and they're in New York for the first time. And like, I get like emotional. I'm like, it's America. They yeah. came in for this. They're, nice. Their families are watching. You can't see which one's your kid. No. Because it's from an aerial view. Happy like holidays. float escapes. Charberry87. You posted your holiday candy recipe last year somewhere. Could, would you do that again, please? Did I? I don't know if it was last because I don't even know if it's my recipe. The thing you make and you bring to the comedy my sponge store. candy, yeah, my honeycomb candy. Mm-hmm. Look, it's called sponge candy. It's also called honeycomb candy. It doesn't actually require honey, so don't use that recipe. It's just corn syrup, mm-hmm. um, and baking soda, and then you can. I dip. I always dip mine in white chocolate. Other people do dark chocolate. You can find this recipe anywhere online. It's not even mine. I just, but yeah, sponge candy recipe. Uh, the recipe really hinges on how fast you can mix in all the ingredients because it bubbles up and then you have to pour it out. And it happens like in a 15-second window. Yeah. Uh, and then you just crack it. So you can find one anywhere. I'm sure Martha Stewart makes one. But okay. once it's cooled, dip it in white chocolate and uh, enjoy yeah, your life. It's dark. pure sugar. No, it's it great. It is pure sugar. Anyway, but yeah, and uh, people love it. Are you making it this year? I don't know if I'll have time. You know I mean, what I the will? The other thing is, is it does, we, we need to find a new way to package it. Because I don't want to use the plastic bags. Mm-hmm. You know what? I'll bring it in like a little thing. I'll just have people take a piece. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what I'll do. All right. Yeah, All good right. Call. All right. Thank you. <laughs> okay. We got an anonymous. Hi, Eliza and Emily and Scott too. My mother-in-law is a she-dragon who loves to hold it above my head that she is wealthy and I am not. Really? She makes passive-aggressive comments, always talks about the trips that she took her daughter on out of the country when she was younger, and laments the things I can't give her. Better house, self-driving vehicle in the future, Wait, private... laments the things you can't give... The, the, the wife, who is the daughter. Oh, you're a boy. No, this is a girl. This is a lesbian. For context, I'm a lesbian. Okay, thank so, you. So, a lesbian with a, with a wife... The wife's mom. Wait, wait. Is a like, lesbian has a wife. Okay, God. The wife's mom is like, you're never gonna be able to give my daughter a self-driving car, private schooling for non-existent kids. 
For Thanksgiving, we're going out to eat. My stepfather is coming too. He's blue collar, like me, and I'm dreading the uncomfortable conversations that will occur with that cornucopia of weirdness in one room. She dragon, her 70-year-old rich boyfriend is nearly deaf, and my blue collar overcompensating stepfather. How do I make it through the meal and not be the bad guy by being visibly annoyed, embarrassed, angry? Okay, first of all, I think she's got a problem with the fact that her daughter's gay. That's what it that's feels it, like. I think that's part of it. Richness. Uh, I, I feel like that's part of it. I, I just do. I just do. But okay. let's say it's not. Let's say Sit. she's just mad you can't give her a self-driving car. Who, who wants that? Private schooling for kids. Like I, I, well, I, I do believe in a good private school. I don't want a self-driving car. The robots will take over and then I'm just like screwed. Um, no. Look, sit at the other end with your dad and just be present with your dad. And I would just, I love an awkward conversation. I would just revel in it and just like let it build. You're there for your dad and you're there for your wife. And just sit at the opposite end of the table. Let her say whatever. I wonder if it's possible that you're a little sensitive to the fact that you don't have all these things. So when she does maybe talk about her life, you do feel like a little insecure about it. I'm not saying she's not terrible. Mm -hmm. Um... There's also the art of disarming, disarmament. You show up with like a gift, something really sweet that you got her. She's like, I just want to say, like, I'm really happy we're having this together. You know, like take the edge off. And then I would just sit at the other end of the table with your dad and tell him how you feel going. And so he's kind of on your side and just, you don't have to police everything. And I personally, what is this face you're making? I'm trying to say something to this lesbian. What? Without policing it, I just... I'm in the middle of advice on my I own know, show. I know, but I just if 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 every it was time me and my you're over there grunting, Dad. I would not. It would be more uncut. Like if somebody's being rude to me, you know, I can kind of brush it off. But if they're being rude to my dad, it's like you feel like you want to like defend their honor. But you know and, what? Like, Your dad's a grown man, and like there's being rude, and then there's also like that's just her way. There might be. I'm just what what. You're so annoying me right now. What? No, but you, it's, it's just because it's your way, it doesn't mean it's acceptable. A hundred percent. That's why rude, I have a show. No, but you're not. Oh, oh sorry. I thought no. you meant, I thought you meant my idea. Sorry. No. no. Okay. No. no. Can you admit? No. no. Like if someone is rude, they're rude. And just because like that's how they are, that doesn't make it okay. Look, I don't know your family dynamic. I have no problem with calling something out. There is her way. And then there's, she says something rude. Like. You know, she refers to your dad as like you people or calls him poor. Right. Um, We have to account for the fact that, you know, it's very easy to vilify wealthy people when you don't have money. And that's something I subscribe to. Like, I will never apologize for what I have, what I've been, who I am. But if she's going out of her way to be like, well, and you're poor, so you wouldn't understand or something like that. Yeah. I think it's within your rights to step in and be like, what do you mean by that? Why did you say that? Put it on her. Be like, yeah. be like, don't you think that's a hurtful thing to say? You know, if you come at it from a place of like, look, we're just, you know, trying to have this dinner. I bet you it won't be as bad as you think it's going to be. And it's also not on you to police anything. She's saying, let her dig her own grave. But your dad's also a grown man. And I'm sure he could stand up for himself. Your dad also might be like, I don't feel like fighting with this woman. Who cares? Right. Uh, so... I think your nervousness, I hate to say this because I definitely do this, the energy you're bringing to it might exacerbate it. Go in, open arms, super cool, sit at the end of the table with your dad. You're there for your wife. That's, that's why you're there. Right, 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 right. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I, I, you, I've definitely dealt with that with people where it's like, look, I'm just here for this other person. 
And I personally revel in the fact when someone else is terrible and I just sit there and I just, I, I just make mental notes of how terrible they are so that when I get in the car, I get to have a shit-talking fest and it's my favorite thing. I love it. I love vilifying someone from afar, but then like being cool when I see them. I love it. I love it. I love it. Anonymous. I am an introvert. Being I around- am an introvert. <laughs> I am anonymous. Being around people even or especially family and friends is very draining. So being around others on the holidays can be especially tiring. Any tips to handle this? While I'm comfortable with how I live my life, I sometimes worry I'm disappointing friends and loved ones. Thanks. P.S. Saw your show at the Coronado in Rockford, Illinois. You killed it. Laughed so hard I cried. I did. I fucking love that show. And I remember that show because... Oh, was that St. Louis? The Rockford, the Coronado. Was that the one where... It was a beautiful theater... I one. specifically remember like the flyer for it and that the theater was really nice. Remember the theater? It might not have been wrong for it. I just remember I ran out of food for Blanche and we had to go to the grocery store and get her a whole chicken breast and the woman there was really mean. You and know I was grocery like, store sell dog food. No, no, I had to get a chicken breast and I was like, because I didn't want to buy a whole bag of dog food. We were coming home that day. It was just like one thing and the woman was such a bitch to me and I remember thinking like, do I want to die on this hill or right. do I just want to get out of here and get my dog a chicken breast? Um... A lot of people have these anxieties. I don't really relate to them. This idea that you're worried that you're a disappointment. I don't know who you are or what you do. You're probably, it's a little narcissistic to be like, oh, they're thinking about me and how disappointing I am. You're probably not. And people probably aren't thinking about it as much as you are. Mm -hmm. I would ask yourself, why do you think that they think that? Are you not living up to your full potential? Did you do something? Did you drop out of school? Like, did you do something? Or... Are you genuinely, ask yourself this, living your life to its fullest, happy with your decisions and like really comfortable? If so, you got nothing to worry about, kid. I think it's more so disappointing them like that when she or he gets gets to this event, they're like not going to be like that fun. But that's not who you are. Right. That's I mean, not who you are. I don't, it's weird that you are self-described introvert, but your worry is that you're not going to be the life of the party. Like you already know you're not. Well, even if you are, you always have to remember like, and I I personally think about this and this also goes to the uh, lesbian dinner guest just now with the blue collar dad. It's not on you. Like it's not on you to make sure everyone feels comfortable. You're not hosting something safe, happy, entertained. It's not on you to bear the weight of a conversation. I often find myself like tap dancing for people and they're just like chilling. It's not on you. You're allowed to go and just observe and be and be yourself. And everybody's okay with it. And if they're not, fuck them. It's not on you. I think it's easier to fall into it when you're with family. Like if I'm at a friend's house and and I don't know anyone there. Like I went to a wedding where I only knew the bride and, you know, and I went around and I made friends. I talked to people. But when I'm at my parents' house, it's very easy to go back into like, I remember. Yeah, they would have like a friend over and I would be in my room and they'd be like, come say hi. And I'd be like, I don't want to. I want to have fun and watch a movie. Right, because your parents' friends are weird and old. Yeah. For sure. Um, So I go home and they're they're like, come out and talk to this weird person. And would you now like just be a person? I try, but you I find myself reverting to like, I will go in my room and close the door right. and hope no one notices me for like 30 minutes. What I think is weird is that you still have a room at your parents' house. It's my dad's office. Okay. <laughs> but a, a bed is in there and he works and then the dogs sleep on the bed. I love it. So. Um, it's not on you, but you know, we're, you're all together. It's a communal experience, but no pressure, dude. 
Like, yeah. and by the way, if this is how you are, you've probably been like this your whole life. So nobody's expecting like, whoa, where's the juggling act? And You're if okay. there are a bunch of people there and you got to check out for like 20 minutes, you go and That's like, okay. when I check out, I mean, my grandma will come find me. Like, I don't want to talk to these people either. What's happening in here? And I'm like, all right, let's both hide. Yeah. You know, by but- the way, at my own wedding. I like went and sat on the toilet for 10 minutes just to take a breather. At my own shows, at my own parties. Yeah. I always do this thing. I did this thing at my last, a couple of years ago, where I had like a speakeasy at my party and it was like a little room set to the side where you could just come and chill. Yeah. I didn't invite everyone in there. That's why at parties you see a lot of people like are just in a bedroom talking because mm-hmm. it's overwhelming. It's a lot. A lot of people. Take breaks. Go outside. Have a cigarette. Don't have a cigarette. Don't have a cigarette. Take a walk. Mm-hmm. You know, grab a rail and be like, do you want to take a walk with me real quick? Just, you know, that's go okay. In a, go in a bathroom that's like not the main bathroom just and just chill. hang out. You're cool. It's cool. Just chill. Nobody expects anything, especially at a party. Yeah. Unless and if they me. do, they're going to forget about it the next day. Nobody the next day is like, God, that one person wasn't talking enough at the Christmas party. Yeah, exactly. It's fine. It's fine. You're fine. Take a deep breath. You're fine. Hi, Eliza. Big fan and loved your latest Netflix special. Thanks, man. I have some holiday woes I'd love for you to weigh in on. My in-laws always want to trump us at Christmas. They want to buy our children the most expensive gifts and as many as they can. They're constantly overstepping their boundaries and every Christmas I'm stuck having a difficult conversation slash confrontation with my mother-in-law. I just want one holiday where we don't do this anymore and she remembers from last year that this is never okay with us, but every year she thinks she can push it. I'm honestly at the point of returning their gifts and sending them their money, which I know will be the ultimate fuck you. I don't want to do this. What do you think? I don't know. What are they getting your kids? Like Teslas? Because I see this a lot on like the relationship subreddits where you I'm just know, so touched that people with children want my advice. I have no children. I mean, it's tough because it's like if they buy something that you've either told your kids you can't they can't have, or like maybe you're not doing as well and you're like, I'm so excited to give my kids this one thing they they want, and then the the grandparents come in with like 60 things and just totally like avalanche yours out of existence. Yeah. That sucks. I'm sure it does. I feel like you should set a precedent early on. Like, we're sending you on a trip to build houses in Guatemala. Whatever <laughs> Nana and Papa get you is fine. Like, I would love to be the parent that's like, we always give you meaningful spiritual gifts uh-huh. and like they can buy you a Game Boy. Yeah. Um, it sounds like you need to have a come to Jesus verbally. Like, not passive aggressive email. Confrontation. You got to have it again. But yeah. And I would say, as a parent, like, you've been a parent, obviously. That's why I'm in your family now. I hope you're like, here are the reasons. Because if it's like, we don't believe in. Screens for our kids, so we really don't want them to have an iPad. Yeah. Like if it's that versus some, you know, I would give her the reasons and the boundaries, and be like, you don't have to run the gift by me. I just ask that you don't do these things. Right? Maybe even like narrow it down. Can they just give like one nice gift? You know, we don't want to spoil them, and you know, it's just a conversation you're going to have to or have over and over, and get some money, backup from your husband or wife. Put money in a college fund with like oh, that, that money they're going to spend on stuff. But then it's like they're contributing without the kid being overloaded because the kid's not going to be like, yeah, college fund. But then they're still like contributing. I don't know. Yeah, it's got to pass through you to get to the kid. So look at this. I got I vote three seven one six nine zero. It's a call from Latvia. Should I take it? As my phone's ringing, it's definitely a this robot. This is off the like. This it happens. Been, to, it's been happening so much. What do I do? They stopped. Sometimes they'll leave like a weird voicemail, which is like in Chinese. <laughs> it's just the worst. Uh, the future is now. I would just. I'm not afraid of a conversation, and I'm not afraid of just like setting those boundaries. So yeah. 
maybe it is time to start returning that. I mean, it's awkward if like the kids see them, but if the if the grandparents like show up and they they yeah. unpack their car and there's ten gifts, you come out to their car and you go put nine of those backs. You, you creeps. Yeah, or or just like let them do it and. Six months from now, no one's going to remember it. That thing will be it in the trash. It does just suck, though. I'm sure, but yeah, best efforts have that conversation. Explain why, because there's also that. Like, I'm a big like I need to know why, mm-hmm. and if you say here's why because of this medical issue or because our fundamental beliefs don't coincide with this, mm-hmm. versus like we just don't. Yeah, because she's probably thinking like, oh, she's just being uptight. I'm going to bring all the right. tablets. So just explain it. Or even like, you know what, get to the root of like, okay, they want to feel like they're really a part of their grandkids' life. Totally. Maybe like, hey, instead of giving them 10 gifts, maybe get every month one- you guys like go out to a fun dinner yes. together. Get you them take a plane. them to a nice lunch. Yeah, what's the what's their objective? Is it to spoil their grandkids? Great. They can do it within the specific boundaries you set up. Grandparents are always going to want to spoil the kids. Yeah. So you're going to have to be okay with that. Um, also, get some backup from your partner because it sounds yeah. like you're fighting this battle alone. Yeah. Hi, Eliza. Baby Armor, I need some advice. Holidays are coming around the corner, and I was recently fired in August from my Mm. super toxic job where my brother and his fiance, who is a higher up, still work. I found a new job, and all is good. However, neither of them reached out to me after I was fired or since. Super rude, right? Well, the holidays are around the corner and I'm still angry. I definitely want to say something snarky to them about how much I hated that job, but I know I should be mature. What should I do or say? Get it out of the way now. I don't know if you live around your brother asking for a cup of coffee or call them and be like, I just want to let you know. um, I love my new job or whatever. And it kind of hurt my feelings. You don't have to, don't come armed. Right. I'm not I'm not great at this because I love like fuck you win. Not that I ever really do it. I love talking about it. Go coming from a place of like this hurt my feeling, like you're my family and you didn't say anything. And I guarantee the answer will be like, oh my God, we were so embarrassed. We were so like felt bad. You don't know what yeah. they were feeling. It rarely is like, yeah, fuck you, sis. We were glad you were out of there. And if that is what it is, then you can say your then, then you, you can, can have say your, your fight. Give them a chance to prove you wrong and to show that they're human. And then when you see them, it'll be this fun, you don't have to deal with it. Just get it out of the way now. And by the way, if it happened in August, yeah. Uh, if, don't save it for the holidays. Say something now. Just if, say something now. If someone got fired from somewhere that I still worked, I think I would feel some guilt, like being like, hey, yep. I'm so sorry. Cause yep. they're like, oh, that place sucks. And I'm like, well, I'm still here. That, or or they love it and they don't, and they maybe you weren't great. I don't know. Maybe you were bad at the job and that's uncomfortable. I definitely or have a friend where that happened. Just a bad fit. Fine. I definitely have a friend who has a job in this office and a friend of hers was let go and the friend that's let go hates that office, hates those people. Yeah. And it's uncomfortable the friend that likes the job because she's like, well, you weren't. So right. it could have been because you were bad. Let's say you were a great employee she got fired. It might just be uncomfortable for him. Mm-hmm. But I think, and you know, there's a version where you're like, look, it hurt my feelings. She's like, well, what do you want me to say? And then you can just be like, I just wanted to be honest. That way when I saw you, I didn't have to say all this during the holidays. I'm yeah. not mad. I just want to... And he's your brother. He'll hopefully be like, I'm sorry. It was just so weird. Yeah. But get it out of the way first. Don't do it. At the, you, you got enough pressure with the holidays. Yeah. Air it out. Just dot gross jocks. I don't think that's how you pronounce it, but she'll figure it out. Eliza and baby arm help. I've been with my BF for five years now. It started as the typical I'm not ready for a relationship bullshit. So the first few years, he didn't invite me to any holiday family events. Ew. I continually invited him to mine as my family wanted him there, but he repeatedly declined their invitations. So for the last year, I just haven't invited him. 
Sometimes it's easier to not have to add two more stops to each holiday. Is it bad that I'm okay with this? I don't invite him to my family events. He doesn't invite me to his. He's a widow, so I feel it'd be awkward going to his in-law's house for Thanksgiving, for example. I'm not sure if I should want to be invited or not to his family events. My family thinks it's weird that I'm completely fine with him not showing up Christmas morning. This is a bad sign that I'm okay with keeping our holiday family events separate. We still see each other on holidays. We just don't do the family stuff together. I think I think you do want him there. Yeah. I think you do. And I know you do because you've invited him. For several years. Yeah. Continually invited and I he don't, repeatedly declined. I don't. And just the way you're writing this email, I don't think you're okay with it. I think you're fine with it, but I don't think you're okay with it. Yeah. Um, and I think it's, he's got some issues he needs to work out. It is, by the way, life goes on. And it is not weird for you to meet his family. I'm sure they would love to meet you. Yeah. And know like, and hey, know that he's, he's happy. He's doing okay. I think he's got some demons he wants to reckon with, or maybe he doesn't know if he wants to be in this relationship and he's just Five coasting. Years in. Five years in, you definitely need to get your family's take on him. It is weird and mm-hmm. it's making it worse. There, I promise you this, he's not gonna ask you to marry him. And it's just gonna be like, and now all our families are cool. It's weird. It's you're not okay with it, so it's not weird that you are okay with it because I can tell that you're not. I wonder if she, it seems like she was kind of doing like, or he was doing like the cool girl thing of yeah, like, it's you fine. Were. But now you just got to be like, hey, it would mean a lot to yep. me. I really would like to and share if, this with you. And if he's like, I don't want to, that's I would end a it problem. with that person for sure. I think he's feeling insecure and weird. His family definitely wants to meet you. Yeah, but more importantly, your family wants to meet him, and that's why he should go. Yeah. Uh, this. If he doesn't agree to this, I honestly, I think it's, uh, I think it's, it might be a sign. I mean, at least sign. start with a, a, and I don't know if you've done this, like a family meal, not at the holidays, like a little lower pressure. Like, have they met it's at weird. all? Yeah, have they, it doesn't sound like they've met at all. Something's up, something's up. He's probably got a, another wife, something's up. Uh, but yeah, that's weird. And at the very least, he should want to do it for you. Yeah. Don't be the cool girl. It's not worth it. No. Five, Five years, years in, in, it's enough. Yeah. Tell him, tell him what you want. Yeah, that's it. And if he doesn't want it, then this is not the guy for you. Yeah. You're not cool with it. Sorry. No. None of us are that cool. No. Live it RTR. Hi, Eliza. Big fan. I'm a medical professional that will be taking a heart attack call over the Thanksgiving holiday. The person already knows they're having a heart attack? <laughs> it's, it's not really an quote. attack, is it? It's in quotes. So I assume that's like a medical. Heart is planning a vacation. You're okay. ready. Uh, now this one will be out after Thanksgiving, but I think it will be helpful for other holidays. Uh, this means I cannot commit to anything that is over a 30 minute drive from my work and I cannot commit to making a big giant meal. So I guess at any moment they could be called to the hospital. Yesterday, my live-in boyfriend asked if his newly single with no family that lives locally, best friend could come over for Thanksgiving and bring in quotes, a green bean casserole or something. I said, no, I'm on call and admittedly got a little miffed that he didn't understand the implication of someone bringing a side dish to our house on a holiday. What? What's the implication? If they bring a side dish, they're expecting you to have a spread. Oh, okay. I told him if he wanted to just come over and hang out, that's fine, but I am not cooking anything. My BF can barely cook toast. He got defensive and insisted that he didn't expect me to cook, but now he is acting all pissy like he is disappointed. I'm not rolling out the red carpet for his lonely BFF. I love my boyfriend, but how do I convey to him that his friend's lack of companionship on the holidays is not my burden to bear? Just say that. I don't. Uh, first of all, well, you sh- you're going to eat something. I mean, but it's, they're not going to do like a full-on thing. I feel like if someone's like, I'll bring a side dish, they're expecting you to provide a dish dish. 
No one's like, I'm gonna bring bean green bean casserole. We'll just eat that. Ordering Chinese food. That's what we're doing. I think you guys are both kind of like misunderstanding each other. I think his goal is to like let his friend come over and chill, Mm -hmm. and you just be like, look, he can come over and chill. I'm not making a turkey. Mm -hmm. I've got to be like, that's it. Just say that. And and the boyfriend, I doubt. You know, if he wants to go pick up food, that's cool. Yeah. Well, and especially because it's like she. Or he doesn't know when they're gonna have to leave to go to the hospital. They could they could stay there the whole day. They could be called away at any yeah, moment. It's it. like they can't they can't entertain. Ask your boyfriend. Be like, what are you doing to support me? This do you want to go pick up Chinese food? Do you want to mm-hmm. order pizza? Do you want to make a turkey? Do you want to pick up a turkey? Right. That's it. It doesn't have to be. I think he, there's just different objectives here. Like the friend doesn't want to be alone. He wants his friend to come over. I think the friend not knowing you were going to be on call was like, I'll just, your boyfriend's just relaying saying, the information. Right. I think the boyfriend, it says he was acting all pissy. Like he's disappointed. I'm not rolling out the red carpet for his lonely BFF. So I do wonder if the boyfriend did kind of expect like, oh, he doesn't have anywhere to go. Like, let's give him a nice Thanksgiving. And this person's like, I don't have the bandwidth for that. Just I got say places it. to be. Just say it. Be like, I don't think you kind of understood that I, I might have to leave any minute. Yeah. But you should have something to eat and it'd be cute to spend a little bit, but you don't have to cook a turkey. Yeah. So just, that's it. By the way, that boy's not bringing a green bean casserole. He's going to pick <laughs> up a thing of like Trader Joe's cookies and be like, hook it up. He also doesn't care. No. Beggars can't be choosers. You do what you need to do, but you guys should have a meal together. Turn to mellow. My brother's fiance has told my family that they will never spend Christmas with my family because she can't be away from her family. We get to see them at Thanksgiving, but there are traditions that we miss having him around for. My brother does whatever she wants and won't even entertain the idea. How do we start a conversation about sharing the holidays or should we just let it go? I don't know. So his girl, the brother's fiance is like, we are never spending Christmas no, here. I, uh, I mean, yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know how close you live. If you guys live in the same town the same city and like she won't split that with you, then that's shitty. It's like, do you really, you're going to make waves because she sounds like she doesn't, like she doesn't really cooperate. Yeah. But you know, there are two families here and your parents matter too. Mm -hmm. If it's an out of state thing, then maybe you alternate. But if it's in the same city and she can't like find it in her heart to like drive across the city, then she's a bitch. If if you're also like you can only do so much. If your brother isn't gonna stick up for himself or the your other family, thing. it's like he needs to be. Yeah. You can't force him to spend the holidays with you if he's not gonna do it and he's gonna do whatever she wants. Like his loss. It's that. I would also pull him aside without her and just be like, "Well, you know, mom was really upset. She really wants to see you. Yeah, it would be nice if you know. I'm just saying. Who like look? I don't want to hear it. Be like, okay, but yeah. you should know that like you have parents who love you and raised you as well, and they want to be a part of. Emily just took a napkin out of her pocket. And I was like, is that a snack? And, she, and there's just they two batteries. They were in the freezer, so I've been warming them. You've been warming the batteries. To swap Thank the you. batteries. We're going to shock our podcast recorder. That's it. And I think from the heart, like, we love you. We'd love to see you. Is there a way to make it work? Especially if it's in the same city. Yeah. Yeah. It, I mean, it's down to him. Like, if he's not willing to stick up for, for the family, then that's that's it. Dude, that's so gross. Like, my family, I never, my family means also, too much to me. Crazy that's that crazy she wouldn't be like, hey, hey, like, boyfriend, like, why don't we, look, uh, we spent last year with my family, let's spend next year with yours. But it also sounds like they do Thanksgiving at the question asker's house every year, so it's like, maybe you, do you have swap. That. Maybe you swap, or, but also, like, maybe you just get Thanksgiving, the other one gets it's Christmas. Christmas. Yeah. It might just be that. Maybe her family just does a lot more, and it's a big deal. Or maybe your family can go to their house. Yeah. You she, know? She, you have to talk to your brother about it, because yeah. he's the problem. I know what's going on. Yeah. But maybe right. do it together. <laughs> do it together. That's all the holiday stuff we could get to. (laughs) 
Oh. All right, top, top of the cob. Taste the top with a cob. You're doing it right every day. You just take a bite. Top of the cob. What's your top of the cob holiday edition? Stuffing. You already said it so much. I love it so much. You do? We have some stuffing downstairs. You should have some. No, I'm good. It's, Why are you so weird? It's not time yet. Uh, oh it's such God. a good food. It's you can't have yet. it the rest of the year because it's got to go inside another animal. I mean, it doesn't have to, but it's like, you know. It should. All right, that's it's your- so fun. <laughs> you love stuffing. I love the holiday season. I fucking love it. Specifically love Christmas. I love everything about it. Uh, and right now, uh, Smokey Husky smoked a bunch of turkeys at the smoker at one of the restaurants and they and he boiled it down to make the gravy so the whole house smells like smoked turkey. I walked in your house today and I was like, oh, yeah. yeah. It smells great. So yeah. it's making me really hungry, but I'm really enjoying how hungry I am. So I love that smoke. That's some of the smell. fun of Thanksgiving is like in the morning, like food's out, there's smells. And yeah. You're like, I'm going to get it soon. Yeah. It's not time yet, but So soon. American. Like we have so, uh, the whole objective is to feel gross. Yeah. Bottom of the cob. Um, as a Jew, I, I mean, I love Christmas. And as a yeah. Jew, I feel like it's that thing where I'm kind of giving into the commercialization of Christianity. Mm-hmm. It's like, yeah, because that's what Christians do really well. Like, come on over. We've got the cool things and the cool organizations. That being said- Joke's on you because all of your favorite Christmas songs written by Jews. Is that your bottom of the cob? Just that people don't know it. So like we've been here. Yeah. So They've written all of them. So just know that it's our holiday. And when I say our, it's like all of our holiday now. It's not just for Christ anymore. We're in it. All the parts that are enjoyable are not Christian. Yeah. So just know that. Um, I love that it's never like I never have to go to mass. People go to midnight mass. I'm like, no fucking way. I got a midnight flight to catch. That's oh, about it. God. Yeah. So that's it. What's your bottom of the cup? Uh, I mean, look, holidays, great, traffic, bad. Everybody's racing around. They're like, I got to get my stuff. I got to go here. I got to do this. There's it's Black also Friday. selfish. This. Yeah. It's all like very exhausting. But then how great is it when everyone's gone? But like it's this- so hard to like be out and about at this time. Like, yeah. I, I got to go to Petco and I'm just like, oh, I got to pull into the like complex, the parking lot. There's going to be a million people there like, oh, we got to get stuff. We got to get food. We got to get. Go to Petco the day before. Like, why would you save that? No, I need to get some litter. I know, but I just every every already. every errand is like made a million times harder until the holiday, season. and then it's like tomorrow, well, no one will be out. But it'll be. Cl- I mean, all I'll right, you're look. just a. I'll have to look. I'm just saying. Hope we answered your holiday party questions, your holiday questions, your family questions. Remember, it is a holiday about giving and being kind. It's not about the amount of presents, and it is about being with loved ones and loving each other and giving. Tis the season. Don't fuck it up. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hear that? It's the call of the Crave. And when the Crave calls, you know what to do. Try the $5 Bacon Bundle, because the only thing better than a White Castle slider is a White Castle slider topped with crispy hickory smoked bacon. So pick any two of either the Bacon Cheese Slider, 1921 Bacon Cheese Slider, or Chicken Bacon Ranch Slider, and also get a small fry for just $5 with the $5 Bacon Bundle. White Castle. Follow your Crave.